0: Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation car talk. Call or text your questions now, 480-655-8870, with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, 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 yes. it's Ranch
1: Station. Frank and Steve here. Hello there, Frank. What is happening, Steve? What are you doing today? You know, Frank, I'm proud of myself today. Yeah? Because I was actually at the uh, Driving Skills for Life, the Ford Driving Skills for Life. Well, all right. And I was sitting around, and they, you know, what, they, what they do every year, and it was on Fox 10 this morning, too, is they actually provide a... a clinic for the kids to like drive mustangs and everything and how to deal with different situations when you're driving distracted driving you know that you shouldn't be distracted when you're driving first and foremost shouldn't be texting or doing anything like that they also make the kids wear the the drunk goggles but the cars are all secured and everything so they can't get in any big trouble that's a wonderful experience out there but the reason why i'm proud of myself frank tell me why you're proud because i sat down with with steve bernasic our diesel teacher and Cody Metcalf, one of our auto teachers. Awesome technicians and, and teachers. And I was talking outfit. about cars with him and I could, I was actually doing good. You were following it along. I, I learned. T- <laughs> I've learned in the past year and a half, 2 years, we've done this show. I tell you what, that's a clappy clap. <laughs> yeah, right there. Uh, <laughs> welcome back people. We I was welcome
2: proud. you. Steve is just an honor to yeah. work with you and ultimately we are going to get you down to the garage and maybe do a great job one We day. need to
1: do that. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy.
2: Well, we welcome you guys. Hopefully it'll be my
1: own because if it's somebody else's, I wouldn't trust it.
2: (laughs) We welcome you guys back if you're driving in your car. Turn it up, people. This is Wrench Nation. Yes. uh, Your car care, car culture source. We always enjoy having you guys every
1: Wednesday at 4 p.m. 480-655-8870 is our phone number. We always love to talk to you, too. If there's something going on with your car, you know, and that's what Steve was asking me. He said, so, Wrench Nation, you know, what's your target? And I said, our target is everyone. everybody. We're not. Exactly. This is, wait a minute. This isn't corporate radio. You guys listening know that by now? And then he said, is it people who want to do their own car repairs? Or is it people who are like professionals? like go, everybody. This is it. If you're listening, you know that. Exactly. Maybe if you want to fix your own
2: ride, or perhaps you're taking it down to the local garage, you rock star mechanic, or you're going to the
1: dealer. Right.
2: Or, hey, you want to call in and sing." your favorite car song muscle
1: car song we did some muscle car shows this past yes, weekend yes oh yeah that we were out there at the uh the i don't even want to go into customs canines <laughs> custom cars canine. and custom. cars <laughs> were, were canines and yeah so, it was I great mean, though it was a great i would turnout. say
2: you know you guys have been with us for a long time and um we mentioned it quietly last week if you're catching this on
1: the replay on the podcast you guys rock We are going to two hours, people, in January. We are. January 10th is our date. That's right. We start the two-hour show on January 10th, and we've got so much planned.
2: You've spoken loud.
1: You're even more excited than us. You said,
2: hey, wait a minute. We can't get enough of that wrench nation, and so we're going to give it to you. And I want to tease you guys out before we introduce this show topic. Um, You know, the two-hour platform is really, really going to open it up. Uh, We're going to have man-on-the-street or woman-on-the-street interviews. Uh, we are going to take it to the streets, people.
1: And, uh, I got some great ideas, Frank, and I love working with you. I mean, work with you the past year and a half has been so much fun. Yeah. And we come in here and and we just want to have a good time. We want the listeners to have a good time. So we, we appreciate that you've been a part of that experience. And because of that, we definitely want to go longer now. Yeah. And we, we uh, have been asking for a while on text. I'm telling you. Yeah.
2: And you know what, guys, if you're listening, I don't care if you're a lawyer, dentist, doctor, or if you're You're a mechanic, perhaps re listening to this on the podcast. And hey, you got show ideas. We are sincere about it. Uh, It's not just a cliche. Hey, guys,
3: shout out to show ideas.
2: We're serious, man. We want to hear from you. Um, You know, and it can be anything car related. Please, people, we don't want to talk accounting. We're not talking about uh, your favorite book, maybe. Now, I do
1: have a guy we're going to bring on sometime <laughs> talking about car insurance. All right. And some different things that he goes through working in the insurance agency and insurance, uh, the industry, actually. Well, say. I'll tell you what. Yeah. We're going to grill him because we want the truth about oh, that absolutely. Insurance. You bet we do.
2: And uh, so we've got to get a little drum roll. I want to introduce the show topic here in a minute All right. as you guys get comfortable. If you're driving, maybe you're in traffic. Maybe and you're- drum roll. This is show number 82. Wow. Uh, we're proud to be back. Show number 82. We are still living with you people. And we figured we'd dive into something that many of you may currently have a problem with. Okay. Or perhaps a family member. You may not have this problem. You may be okay with it. But the rest of your family is beating up you side to head and saying,
0: Hey, you need to move that car.
2: You've got a car sitting in the driveway. And it's sitting there for months, maybe years. And you're not sure. It was a project car, but it's not happening. So how to say goodbye to that old jalopy and sell it
1: for maximum coinage? I have an uncle. Well, he passed away a couple years ago. But when I was a small kid, he had a 60-something Ford truck. And it was sweet. And my my cousin, by the way, when the ice would come on the winter, he actually literally took a hammer to the window. That was his job. Oh, boy. Wait. Anyway, That's not good, though. No, but he, no. He was a but little I, kid. My cousin was well, a little kid.
2: I know, but he felt connected
1: to right, the 67. Exactly. That was his job. Exactly. And let me tell you, that truck still sits in their yard in the back. It doesn't run. All right. Got to ask. Oh, it's crazy. You guys Old listening? Old Blue, we called. Old Blue Ford. You're listening,
2: and you probably have this thought in your head. It just came in through my crazy head. So any of the family members yeah. say, so uh, what's going on with that 67? What are you doing to yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, what? no.
1: It just, it, it's it's, it's ours. just ours. We just love it. Well,
2: when it becomes a it's part of the
1: family, no, dude. If, yeah. it be,
2: if it be, if you've got a, if you've got a Google GPS map system picture, yeah. you
1: know how Google takes. You can pictures. find it on Google Maps at his backyard. You can look at and that truck still to this and day. Google Maps will come out maybe every five years. It hasn't run since nineteen seventy nine, probably.
2: Well, if that's you. And you're not sure what to do. This show is all, all about new. you guys that may just have a yeah. car. Now, that's extreme. A 67 has been sitting there for a long time. Yeah. Maybe you took your car into the mechanic, and he gave you an estimate. Right? And boy, you've been sitting on that estimate. Sure. Months. And the wife's looking at you. Uh,
0: what are you doing with that ride?
2: Uh, this show is for you. We're going to talk about how to sell uh, how to sell it online, how to sell it one-on-one. Maybe a trade into a dealer. Maybe you're going to part it out. This then you got to be
1: really careful, too, when you look at trying to sell a vehicle and you say, well, should I sell it or should I fix it? Because you're talking about that that estimate.
2: Well, this show is going to be, yeah. you're done. In yeah. other words, you already went rounds. All right. You sat down, had a family gathering by the fireside and said, we're getting rid of it. Uncle Louie, we're not putting the money into this All car. Right. So Good. now the car is sitting and you've got other cars to drive. Right. How to sell and say goodbye to that old jalopy sitting in the driveway. That's what this show is about. By the way, I love the word jalopy. It just has
1: a ring. I love that word. Jalopy. That's the best word there. Is that French? Uh, I don't know. It reminds me of a sloppy joke. So well, I, I, you guys, I kind of picture a bun with some, some hamburger <laughs> you, you and you some always sauce, thinking about you know, barbecue sauce.
2: If you guys can text in right now, 480 655 8870 this show is about you guys. Yes. you got any car questions? Or perhaps can someone tell us right now what is the origin of the word jalopy? Ooh. What is the origin? Jalopy. I'm thinking it's probably Moroccan. Where did it come from? You know, I could Google it, I'm
1: sure, but I'm not no, going to. Don't Google it. I'm going to try to guess. You're in your car. Don't jalopy. text while you're driving, you maniacs. Yeah. When I think jalopy, I'm thinking almost like the 30s, kind of like. Well, I you know, want to know.
2: I think it's yeah. important to our culture, and I think many people listening also want to know. I think like what, Laurel
1: and Hardy driving around. What
2: is a, the origin of jalopy?
1: Hats and their little mustaches. Anyway, you know, jalopy, right. jalopy. If you yeah. can
2: figure it out, text us right now. Call in. Let us know what and then the I think origin en- is. I think of endoscopy after that. Oh, no, man. You're going deep. You're going deep. <laughs> all right. All right. We got a lot of lot of news to cover yeah, here. All right. It's been an extremely busy week for the automotive news out there. You guys need to know. Uh, look, we've been talking about it because I love it, and I'm going to talk about things we, we love, and, and I think you guys have learned to love. Okay. And that is the autonomous vehicle. I knew you were going to say I'm this. I'm bringing it up. I'm telling you. Did you hear about Waymo? That's uh, what we're talking about. Okay, good, good. All right, so you guys have seen this. Yeah. Here in Arizona, maybe. In
1: my neighborhood in Chandler, I see them all the time, the Waymo cars.
2: Waymo yep. has announced it is going to be taking. Wait a minute. We got to do more announcements. This yes. is exciting. Do we have like fanfare? Do we uh, have You fanfare? have fanfare. Where is it at? You we you have fanfare. Hang on a minute. Let me. Find One you. of them says fanfare. That will do. All right, that will do. All right. Waymo. Waymo. You've heard of Waymo. That's Google's Ooh. prized possession of autonomous vehicles. They've been in the works for about eight years. Waymo has taken out the human aspect, officially, of autonomous vehicles, people. It is coming. I've heard
1: this. I'm telling you. Except one thing. They're taking the driver away from behind the wheel. There's got to be a driver somewhere in the front seat. I don't know, but they're going to put this person in the back seat just in case. Eight years after launching, <laughs> yeah,
2: there'll be a <laughs> there'll be a guy. They are, yeah. Well, they got a backseat de- driver. How do you feel if you see <laughs> le- you guys listening? How do you feel about that? You're at the traffic stop and you see a guy laid up in the back seat with a newspaper and he's got no driver. How's that make you feel? If you want to give us your opinion, but yep. Waymo, uh, A.K.A. Google's driverless car company, uh, it is having what they are considering their neil armstrong moment the company is now running its autonomous minivans around phoenix with no human inside to grab that luxurious steering wheel yep well get rid of the steering wheel
1: why why get us why do you need that well i mean it still needs to steer i guess you don't have to have the visual wheel you don't
2: need the visual no you don't yeah
1: this launch brings up but just in case just
2: in case you gotta have it here's the tricky business people This launch is bringing up a lot of unanswered questions about the details and the practicality of such a service. Would you get in a driverless Waymo autonomous Google ride? Do
1: you care? (sighs) You know what? Over the last year and a half, you've pounded us with this autonomous car stuff. I told you I don't wanna be an autonomous car. And now I'm actually reconsidering. Well you you Yes, got it. I here. might get in the Waymo. You get a lot done. So I tell might us. get in the Waymo.
2: Tell us what you think. 480-655-8870. Yeah.
1: It is happening. In a few months, it will be official, people. Let's open it up to the audience right now. 480 655 8870. If you could every day, would you ride in an autonomous car? Either call us or text us 480 655 8870. Would you do it? By the way, Jalopy. Is short for jalapeno in Mexican. Who said this? This is Abraham. Abraham, are you sure about that? That's what he says. I'm going to trust him. I'm, do we trust
2: that? Do You guys trust Abraham. that? Jalopy is jalapeno. I'm well, going to trust him. Well, I don't get that. I don't I got I don't no reason decide. not to. I, it sounds like it, but yeah. it's spicy. I don't know about jalopy being spicy. Anyway, the sloppy jalopy. If you don't agree with Abraham, you let us know what you <laughs> think the <laughs> origin of jalopy is. <laughs> and uh, before we tease out our next segment, we're going to dive into this show topic about how to say goodbye to the old jalopy. I got another piece of news. This has kind of rattled yep. the automotive industry. Bob
1: Lutz, who is oh, a- he said it was a joke. It wasn't true. It- Thanks, Abraham, oh, for making geez. me look stupid. We look last time stupid. I ever trust you, Abraham. <laughs> oh, Abraham! Last time
2: I almost bought it. It sounds legit. Jalapeno, Jalapeno, Jalapeno. jalape. Look at him go. It does. All right. Well, maybe some of the uh, some of the other guys out there can tell us the origin of the jalopy jalopy. the word jalopy where's that come from is that uh morocco is it is it france i don't know i can look it up we got one more piece of news this will be real brief the automotive industry has been rattled a bit a very respected uh retired executive a former general motors executive he's predicting the end of the automotive era within like five years what he is saying is that you can pretty much trade that car in, scrap it. You will not be driving the car as you formerly were. The culture, the industry is going away. Wow. It's pretty aggressive. Uh, that is, uh, was a statement. Uh, before we dive into our, our show topic next segment, I got to say you guys hang out with us because uh, we always try to bring you fascinating guests. And I have Helene here from uh, 360 Automotive. She's going to be in here in a little bit. Yes. We got shout-outs, though. Every week we tell you about what's going on, and shout-outs are brought to you by Revelco out of Phoenix, that little gray plug, Never Gonna Get NeverGonnaGetIt.com. It's going to protect your vehicle. Slap a f- the thief in the face, why don't you, and get with the real program with some... Uh, uh, Beautiful, wonderful technology with Revelco. And, of course, the shout-outs is brought to you by Revelco. We said that. And you guys have a festival to attend if you're out in Apache Junction, East Mesa at the Flatiron Community Park. In fact, Revelco will be out there. Uh, Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport is celebrating. It's going to be a car show. It's a wonderful family time. you got a Petting Zoom, Veterans Tribute. So go check that out this Saturday, November 11th. Festival of the Superstitions, people. Head on out there, beautiful weather, uh, family-friendly. Go see a couple of goats and some classic cars. That's what we're talking about,
1: the 8th Annual Festival of the Superstitions. Don't go anywhere, Wrench Nation. continues next. All right, we are back. Wrench Nation here on 88.7 The Pulse. On the phone with us is Dale about autonomous cars. Dale, would you take a ride in an autonomous vehicle, yes or no? I would
4: definitely not.
1: No, Dale, tell us your thinking, your logic, brother. Why wouldn't you
2: get in there? My
4: logic is, you know, with all the cyber attacks and all that kind of stuff, who's to say that they just hack into that car and, uh,
1: you know, drive you off the side of the road or something? Great point.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, speaking technically, I was in Detroit, Dale, uh, earlier in the year. Went to a telematics technology conference. We had GM engineers. We had Bosch out there. And one of the things, I'll tell you what, the Department of Defense is taking this really serious, people. Uh, ransomware. How would you like to be enterprise rental car, and somebody hijacks three hundred of your fleet on the eastern sure. seaboard? So, Dale, yeah, you watch b- in there. Yeah, <laughs> you bring up a good point. But let me ask you this: if I were to give you a guarantee, and you like a failsafe, well, a failsafe. Not only would you, if eat, it was a hundred percent proven that it was not going to be hijacked, I just want to know. I've been snapshotting, and in uh, next year we're actually going to do these uh, man on the street interviews with folks. Dale, if you could safely get in a self-driving car, what would you do? What would you What would you do in a car that drives for you? How would you spend your time?
5: I would probably sleep.
2: <laughs> a lot of people are saying, Steve, you said that. I, I would sleep. I like
1: to sleep. I would sleep. I would eat. Well, I would I would probably yeah, yeah. Uh, be on my phone a lot and doing business, answering emails. I don't know, Dale. Yeah, imagine but
4: that distract you from driving and get yeah. accidents with. I think what so we should strange. do
1: is we we should get in touch with Waymo. Let's bring Waymo in. Well, we're gonna work on that. Let's we, get Waymo in, I'm saying and let's we do. have Waymo put us out in an autonomous vehicle, and we'll do some awesome. things. We'll. Yeah, we'll like we'll go out and we'll, like, I don't know, we'll, like, build Legos and stuff while it's driving us around town and a camera can follow us. It'll be great. I don't know. We'll... <laughs> yeah, Dale. <laughs> Dale give a shout-out to Jonathan because uh, we miss him over here. But, oh, yeah, in the morning show. You know, yeah, yeah, well. He'll do all the
4: best. I hope him all the best. All right. Thank well, you. I'll be back you. next week thank on the morning. Dale, so. Thank you, Dale, for hanging. Thank you, Dale. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. All right.
2: Uh, so welcome back, guys. We're talking about how to say goodbye to that old jalopy. Of course, we asked you, where do you think the word jalopy originates from uh-huh. you know
1: what language is for some reason it means I, an old car in a dilapidated condition all
2: right so that's what it means but where does it come from what language is that jalopy word text us Four eight oh you say it here six five five eighty eight seven oh so let's dive in i think it's important to cover why yes. first briefly yes why would you sell a, a jalopy now each one of us have a different threshold if the mechanic said to us well, it needs, uh, you know, $1,200 worth of work. But do you put on Craigslist jalopy for sale? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think folks would do that. I mean, you could be honest and say uh, it is a j- sky frame. But most people wouldn't. Although if you if you would, I don't know, that would be a little yeah. too truthful. Jala- but um, for sale. there's a couple reasons why you would want to get rid of that jalopy, uh, that disturbed piece of furniture your your neighbors are keeping you, giving looks at you, you know, they're sitting in the driveway. Um you need to just move it. It's, it's time and money. Perhaps is not on your side for you project people. You started 10 years ago. Let's face it, whether it be, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful for those that, hey, this is going to be a 20-year project. That's right. okay. That's a different crowd. But if you literally got the 1991 Honda and it's been sitting up in the driveway for five years, it's time to get rid of it. You, you, you're you way beyond time and money. You, you ran out of time. You ran out of money. So that's a time to get rid of it. If your mechanic said you needed lots of money and it just doesn't equate, you don't find value in putting money back into the vehicle. And this show is not going to argue why you should or why you shouldn't. Right. But if the mechanic told you like six months, eight months ago, and you've already got a fleet of vehicles that you're happily driving, that's a reason to get rid of it. The other reason, we don't think about that. You guys are polluting the
1: environment.
2: It's a leaker. You're leaking coolant. You're leaking antifreeze. That sucker's leaking all the way down into oh. some drain. And then I'll bring this up for all of our pet lovers. We're pet lovers here yes. on Ranch Nation. That's poisonous. If you're leaking antifreeze, people, guess what? You, Toxic. you, you guys know? The cats. You got to yeah. watch out. Those cats, you know, they, they are attracted to that. So My mom had a, a straight cat that
1: was always living under her van.
2: Here's another reason. Yeah. Your HO fees, you guys live in an HOA, Ugh. you got that car and they, they've been <laughs> Who nice. Who doesn't, right? They've given you the warning. Yeah. They perhaps gave you a fine. Yeah. You don't need to go to prison for a vehicle laid up or in your driveway. Or get your house
1: repossessed.
2: Yes. Yeah, or so closed on. You need to roll up your sleeves and now probably live a bit on the internet to what we're going to discuss, Steve, is yep. what I think for a lot of folks is practical And that is selling the parts. Now it's a little more involved. We're gonna get to selling the vehicle outright, but many of you can you make
1: more money that
2: way sometimes? I think you you can, can, but there's a strategy, and that's what this show is about. Now, let me just invite you guys and tell you that there are some pretty good parts on your ride that you wouldn't even think about that could be sold for a premium. Right. And we're going to discuss the details of that, but I want you guys to start thinking about. Sure. Well, Frank, I what didn't think about parts, that because right? my beater's only parts worth, is parts, Frank. Well, they, a lot of you say, "Well, Frank, that's great," but yeah. my car is only worth three hundred dollars if I sell it. Yeah, maybe so, but if you Might start be worth thinking parts, about yeah. parts, if you start thinking about how to organize the parts, oh. and so we're going to dive into that a little more. Uh, I don't know if we got JB. We
1: do. The Wiser Advisors on the phone. JB from Bolt-On Technology. Hello, JB. Welcome to Wrench Nation. Well, all right. Thank you you for having me back. Sorry we blew your ears out with the audience.
2: Blew our ears out. (laughs) How are you, buddy? We got JB, Wiser Advisor at Bolt-On Technology. What are you doing, partner? I'm talking to you on the phone, buddy. <laughs> I, well, we know that. <laughs> That's why he's the wiser advisor. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he is. He yep. is. the obvious.
4: Mike
2: well, knows that one real quick. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the the smart blankety blank wiser advisor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you something. Uh, you got neighbors currently in your community with clunkers? Oh, heck, yeah. They, well, yeah. Of course you do. But do they have any clunkers oh, oh, in oh. in their driveways? You've been looking mm-hmm. at for.
4: I have to admit that I was the guy that had the clunkers. Oh geez. Yep. Uh, jeez, uh, Yes, I have to admit. Did you so, have you
1: multiple know? clunkers sitting around the yard?
4: No, uh, no, only one oh. because I lived in Philadelphia at the time, and it All was right. a little tough to admit that more than one. Yeah.
2: Well, Mr. JB, why did you have these cars? What's it? What was the mindset? Was it just you were going to fix these things, or tell us about that?
4: Well, I was a motorhead when I was starting out, you know, and I just wanted to build a great car, so I managed to get one with a 327 V8 engine, and it's probably way beyond everybody's um, understanding, but this had the big V8 engine, it had a big transmission, and I wanted to make myself a hot rod. Yeah, you, you were out.
2: attracted to that project, that build, You you yeah. and, and why did it get away from you?
4: Life happened, is that right? Well, life happens, you know, you wind up working all day and you come home and you don't want to do it, so I... Pulled the engine and everything out and pushed it in front of my neighbor's house. And it just oh.
2: Disappeared. oh, what? <laughs> That's a Man, you can't do that. Did you really do that? Come yeah, on. I did that. Oh, man, this guy. You're wiser, hard blankety blank with wiser advisor. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you something now. A lot of us listening, we talked about selling these parts. We're going to get to the whole how to sell the car outright. But it's a pretty good thing that if you can organize yourself, you can sell some of those parts online and make uh you can make some money people uh what parts do you think jb let's just use the honda accord i mean it's probably not a good example because you can probably sell that outright and make some money but if i was Mm -hmm. to part out a honda accord what parts on that car uh would be would be valuable
4: well i mean that's one of those cars that uh, pretty much matches across the board so a lot of it's valuable uh, but what I would look at is the tires, make sure if they're in decent shape, I would definitely get that get rid of them because, you know, they're hard to get and someone's going to want them.
2: So tires and, and then, rims, for sure.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the radio and interior pieces that if they're in pretty decent shape should command a darn nice price. So radio, okay. That way.
2: The stereo, all that stuff inside.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. But here's the thing I would throw at you. What about donating the car? Well, we're going to talk about that, but right now it's about one eight
1: seven seven cars for kids. Well, no, I, we're focusing. We're
2: focusing, guys. I want to. I want to. The, the whole donation we're going to get to for sure. All right, sorry about that. No, that's okay. But right now we're talking about getting into the mindset for those folks that are listening that are saying to themselves, "Frank, that's great, but my my vehicle is probably only worth two hundred, and it's just not worth the hassle, and that's why it's sitting." I'm talking parting out these vehicles. You mentioned CD players. You mentioned some of you guys are running around with factory amplifiers that are worth some buku money. Factory amplifiers. So strip the audio, speakers, all of that is worth a penny. Now, before you start figuring out how much to sell it, you really want to take some really good pictures, right? I mean, that's a basic thing. I mean, most people know that. But if you're kind of new to selling these parts online, Pictures say a lot. So, you and you want to make sure that you've got some clear pressures, right? Uh, of course, the integrity and the honesty about if you pulled out four speakers and one of those are a little scratchy, just be honest about it. If you're selling, you don't want to jerk somebody about the price and it's not really what it is. So, what else can we sell on a car, uh, JB? What's a what else? Think about the exterior, maybe.
4: Well, you know, the exterior mirrors are always a good thing, white housings front and rear because if they're in pretty good shape someone's going to want them Headlights, strip Uh, it i'm saying get your get your
2: screwdriver and all that and strip it
4: get the easy stuff off first and then start selling
2: headlights taillight lenses those things are mirrors yeah they they command uh i would i would also add it just came to mind jb um, you guys, don't try to be slick and sell airbag stuff. We're not suggesting you get into pulling your airbags. <laughs> that can be dangerous. All right. So airbags, stay away from. Um, I just stay away from all that dangerous stuff. Airbag systems dangerous. So forget it. Uh, maybe you can have a local garage if you towed it in and maybe they're willing to do that for you. But stay away from anything airbag. I don't want you guys to get away thinking, you know, because then you call calling me and, oh, my cousin lost his arm because he told him to strip his vehicle. That's not good. So, taillight lenses, we talked about stereo, amplifiers, you know, seats and 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 things like that. If your seats are in good condition, hey, pull sure. them out.
4: Yep. Sell it. Door panels. Door panels. They're always a big thing.
2: You know, it's crazy, JB. We had a Cadillac in the garage about nine months ago. I don't know. It was a 2008, 2009 uh, four-door Caddy. I forget which model. But what I did remember is that the guy wanted to replace the door paneling. And it was like $800 from Cadillac. Wow. It was expensive. It sure. was so... You'd be surprised. The door paneling, all that stuff, uh, is worth some money. So if you're parting that out, strip it down. Look, your neighbors already looked at this thing sitting in the driveway. They can look at a skeletal structure for a little bit, and you organize all those parts and sell them on eBay. Sell them out on Craigslist. Right, sure. Think about parting out the items on your ride that can get some money. What else do we got? We got a few minutes. JB, any last words
4: about parts? Well, you know, if the vehicle's got a reasonably uh, low mileage transmission, that's usually worth some pretty good money if you get that out of there. If you can roll, yeah. I mean, the, the scrap, even the scrap on some of these vehicles nowadays is worth pretty good money, too.
2: Right, right. So if you've got the time and the patience, get organized. Think about a grocery store, people. Just take your time, take your garage, get your boxes, and start stripping out those components, all the safe stuff, Okay. And then you're gonna do your research, and you're gonna go online. eBay, uh, eBay's been around since 1927, or however long they've been around. And you're <laughs> gonna get an idea what the marketplace is getting. Understand and identify how eBay works. Most of you guys know how it works. If you don't, find somebody that does. the The thing I'm telling you is that if that car, Steve, is only worth a couple hundred bucks, right? You can make more money parting it out. out. So think about yep. that, guys. Now, if you got a classic. Which you're probably going to you're gonna let that sucker sit for 20 sure. years. Because if you didn't finish the project, your son, your grandson, somebody's going to finish. That's what you're hoping. That's what you're hoping. That's a different crowd. But again, if you've got that 2000 or that 96 Honda sitting up, there's a lot of parts you can sell. JB, you rock. We yeah, always appreciate you. you hanging. JB with Bolt on the Wiser Advisor. Uh, I'm hopeful to get out there, uh, get out to Pennsylvania and hang with the Bolton crew. Rock on, have an amazing week. Uh, we're going to tease you out, guys, next segment. Who do we got? We Ooh, got who, who? We got Helena Hell. Helene. Helene. Helene Rhymes with Elaine. She's out of Cottonwood, Arizona. <laughs> she owns an amazing garage, and she's got an amazing story of her female-empowered automotive garage. We want to bring her on next segment. We'll talk to her next on Ranch Nation.
1: Started there. Wrench Nation. I can say it. I know I can.
0: Wrench Nation. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve.
1: Yes, we are back. Wrench Nation every Wednesday, 4 o'clock. Soon be Wrench Nation 3 to 5, starting January 10th. Two hours of Wrench Nation every week.
2: That's right. And we said to you guys early on, always, you listen to this on the podcast, you know we upload every Sunday for you podcast listeners. Come on, man. Bring us your show ideas. This is family. Yeah, feel free to text
1: us, tweet us, Facebook us, Wrench Nation and Facebook and Twitter. Of course, wrenchnation.tv and 480-655-8870 to text anytime.
2: Yeah, so to kind of regroup, we're talking about how to get rid of that jalopy. Yes. Uh, We talked about parting it out, people. Do your research. Find out what's worth the money. Tail lights, headlight
1: lens assemblies. Especially you know, if you got an older car, maybe 30, 40 years back, that people are starting to restore. For instance, a Trans Am. That's right. Okay, and people are looking for some well, of that factory know. stuff. You trans- don't want to trans- get rid Am. of a Trans Well, some people would have wouldn't. to junk it out. I'm telling you,
2: uh, like you showed me, was that right. your cousin out in Dakota? Yeah,
1: yeah, North Dakota,
2: yeah. So let me paint the picture for you people. We need a backdrop of music here. All Let's right. see what we got. I'm going to paint the picture. Mr. Steve Gross out of the Dakotas, his family. Which member is this? We're going to have a little background My cousin Jamie. All right, let's get cousin Jamie music. Uh, He has 36 cats. We have cousin Jamie music, by the way. uh, I don't have any cousin Jamie. All right, hang on a minute. i tell you what, cousin Jamie was a rocker. He was a rocker. He would
1: want some like
2: Iron Maiden or something. All right, so we're going to paint a picture. Cousin Jamie is out of North Dakota. Yeah, He's out of the Dakotas. He's got a big property. His property's large. His grass yes. is not cut. No. The roof may have some leaks. <laughs> a lot of them. He's got aluminum siding he's from 1930. He's got cats. He is, just doesn't <laughs> care. He is living his life, and that's all good. Yes. And he's got a couple of old school classics. He is not he listening does. to this show. No. He is not touching anything, people. But if you're that individual uh, that's got the old classic, don't give up. Maybe you got Burnout. And, uh, you know, this show is really not for you. Keep right. the old classic. When you mentioned the Trans Am, Especially, you know, the whole thing is in North Dakota, a lot of rust because of all the moisture. Oh, yeah. And all rust. the winter. But those cars actually look pretty good. All right, we're going to dive in some more to the show topic. But as you guys know, we love to bring the community in house. Yes. And we need some background introduction. We need to drum this up. I'm getting excited because we got someone,
3: a very special
2: someone in the studio who traveled. From Cottonwood, Arizona, people. That's upstate a little bit. Is it bit. snowing up there yet? <laughs> huh? Do we have some background? We need to. Oh, no. is it no. snowing right. up there yet? No, hey, you, you got to drive another
3: 45 <laughs> all right. minutes. All right, all right. Let's There's bump- a reason I picked Cottonwood. That's it. We're <laughs> going
2: to bump this up. We've got some GNR in the background. If you guys are listening, kick it up because we've got Helena. Helena.
1: Helena. Helene, I goof up the name. <laughs>
2: all I know is she's a rock star. Yes. She is a wonderful lady kicking it in the garage. She has a Garage 360 Automotive. Nice. Round of applause for joining us maniacs in the studio. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of worked out. And I, you know what? I knew I was going goof to up, goof up the name. So your nickname is Hell. Yep. Do you raise Hell?
3: <laughs> Sometimes.
2: She does. You do. And I am grateful to have you on. If you guys are listening,
1: you're out in Cottonwood. Uh, how did it feel? When did you start getting called Hell? Well, how old were you? 10? Ten. Ten?
3: You were no, raised Jesus. in hell. Raising hell. Yeah.
1: Were you, out, you were out there wrenching.
2: Mom said, Dad said, hey, we're throwing out this refrigerator. And you were like, no, I'm fixing it.
3: No, actually, I didn't get involved with cars. I was like 21, 22. Late. All right. So it you not late. A, it wasn't an initial thing. Where, like, I always liked cars. You know, I had a. Uh,
1: but you had a passion, right?
2: For yeah. it. Something. What
3: yeah, the heck? you see like the 79 Trans M driving sure. around town, and it was like, nope. I-, I want one of those one day.
2: But then you found out, wow, that's expensive to fix. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an amazing story. So you actually got it start- started late. Um, were you doing anything else as a youngster? I mean, were you in music? I mean, you weren't even uh, thinking about
3: just I was training horses. Oh, that's all right. So, that's but see,
1: mm-hmm. but that's similar to a
2: muscle. Yeah, and
3: horsepower. Exactly. I get to go faster now. Exactly. So. Well, exactly. you weren't.
1: You weren't afraid to use your
2: hands, and that's what we're talking about, people. You know, we try to bring you uh, folks from all over the country. A lot of you listening, and I'm speaking to our gals listening. They've been told, "Hey, don't get in the automotive industry," and we're going to buck that trend. And that's what yep. you did. Yep. And I'm sure somewhere along your story. You got connected. You were hanging with the horses, and you 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 got into a little muscle car action. What was the transition? When did you get your training? In? And and tell me about that.
3: I was actually at the time doing marketing for a shipping company. And oh
2: God, that was sounds boring.
3: Bored <laughs> out of my mind, sitting right. behind a desk.
2: Where's the throw up music? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: actually an understatement, <laughs> but all right. Anyway, so I'm driving down the road, and I hear this commercial for UTI, and they were just okay. opening oh, yeah. in Pennsylvania. I was, sure. I think, the third class to go through. You were in PA. I was in Pennsylvania at the nice. time.
2: Okay.
3: Um, you know, and they seem at everybody else does make six yeah. figures in three years. And I'm thinking, sweet.
2: Well, let's clarify. <laughs> yeah, let's clarify that. You, um, you guys listening, look, so it. there's nothing yes. wrong. Some of you may graduate and make six figures. But just understand. It's
1: not an entry-level wage.
2: No, <laughs> no. no just, I, I spent
3: six figures on tools real quick. But- yeah. Look, so everybody but thinks I'm still- on the
1: radio and I make millions of dollars. Ha, ha. So, hell, but you were, you were still- hanging
2: with yeah, the school. Yeah, I heard school. the commercial
3: and was like, hey, I can work with my hands. I'll Give that a shot. And, right,
2: right. Did um, you did you have a lot of naysayers? They look at you and say, what are you doing there
3: here? There were a couple, not too many. Okay. Um, actually, most of the teachers they had at the time were really into it, and whatever yeah. I wanted to do, they were right there to help me out. So
1: up in Cottonwood, I mean, how many employees do you have in your garage?
3: Um, right now, I just have one high school kid.
1: Okay. Um, so do people ever come in, want their car fixed? They don't know you. They look for a garage in town, and they go and to go, wait a second, there's a woman there.
3: Yeah, I'm getting people that will break. Yeah. I do a lot of light-duty diesel. Yeah. Um that's all awesome. man, man. Of... I
1: just uh, I can't. I mean, I don't it's, know. It's probably probably more of the older folk too that will yeah. come through that are kind of stuck in their ways that haven't yep. seen that there are women out there who are very passionate about the auto industry. So you're doing yeah. it all. You're answering
2: phones, you're yep. you're you're that shop owner that is bell the bell, you're working on cars. How is that? Is it getting a little chaotic for you?
3: It does sometimes. All
1: right, but you're it's, doing it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I make it work. Okay, she
1: sure reminds me a lot of my uncle. My uncle did the same thing, ran a garage yeah. on his own. I mean, answered well, the phones. She, had to she's get. She's a from... lot more prettier than yours. Well, there's no uncle, truth, no question. But 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 I'm saying like my uncle was under that car. You know, he'd have to roll out when the phone would ring get, get up, wipe yeah. his hands off, or yeah. whatever. The phone was so greasy and oily, right? You know that you could never clean it. But that's he did the same thing you're doing,
2: yep. right? Yep. Now listen, you were out uh, Mingus High School, and big shout outs to Cottonwood, Camp Verde. That whole uh, God, you got a smorgasbord of really good shop operators that care about their community. We do. And education. We Tell do. us about uh, Mingus High School. What's going down with Mingus High School?
3: So Mingus has an automotive program. Um, the guy that's been doing it, Andy Hooten, awesome guy. Been doing phenomenal things with that program. Um, I think he's been there about two years now. But he came to us the ASA meetings last year, and at the end of last year, it was like, hey, we're putting together a automotive advisory board. Who wants okay. in? And and you. We could have just changed the date of the ASA meeting because everybody showed up. Wow. Yeah, and well, that's
2: commitment. And everybody. so you, you, um, you were looking for help, and you hired somebody out yep. of Mingus. And how's that going?
3: Awesome. Um, okay. I hope the kid doesn't realize how good he is
2: because
3: <laughs> I'm screwed once he realizes how good he is. Well, we got awesome. Tyler.
2: You know, I always bring <laughs> Tyler up. You guys listening, I don't care if you think I'm a broken record, but I love this kid because he is a consummate about failing fast. Can yep. you talk? Tyler, we're talking failing fast. When you first started wrenching in the garage, did you feel a little nervous?
5: Oh yeah, all the time.
2: And yeah. how'd you deal with that? Failed. All right. Well after you failed, did you didn't you go out and get up. drunk or anything? You yourself <laughs> well, maybe he did. You asked maybe for he help. Maybe he did. <laughs> right. And you go at it again. Yeah. Right. And so your your guy, what's your guy's name? He may be listening. Kevin. Kevin. His name's Kevin. Kevin's out there, you hired him. Um, how was his nerves working? for you was he just right into it yeah he
3: was right into it um yeah he hired him he's like yeah i never turned a wrench before or anything and really he's done things that most people that have been doing it for a while would have ran the other way now why is that okay this is what we're doing now
1: so he's open yeah so was he in that class
3: at minkus yeah okay i got him through the high school teacher
1: and so when you and the, the, the teacher recommend him to you yep really and then did you sit down do like an interview and go you know what do you you just gave him a shot, we or what? just
3: bypass that. Yeah. Um, Andy's pretty good at matching up shop owners and good. kids. So when we need somebody, we just call up Andy. Hey, send me another one. It's great hey, when you have another a resource one. like that. You know, yep.
2: Now, some awesome. of the some of our folks are listening. Um, you know, across the country, we have the podcast. that's uploaded Sunday. Always grateful for you guys retuning in and listening to the replay. Um, a lot of you guys in the bays, a lot of you gals in the bays, you may work for somebody and you may want to open up your own garage. Um, when you started your garage, what was like? I mean, there's a bunch of challenges. We get it. Yeah. But what kept kept you centered after you opened your garage? You know, every day there was that challenge. But how did you kind of regroup? What was your method of therapy or
3: was, solace,
2: peace? How did you get it was through just it? Just
3: acknowledging that I could come in tomorrow. I didn't have to worry about answering to somebody why their car wasn't done when a service advisor promised it two days ago. It was. Uh, you know,
2: that's it, a big I problem, call him,
3: you know, hey, it's not going to be done today and just pick up the phone, call the customer and move on to the next thing.
2: So you communicated pretty well, um, but it sounds like you worked for an outfit that there was maybe there's a lot of pressure yeah, on right. you as a wrench in the back. <laughs> and we're not going to mention names, but uh, we got a lot of wrenches listening. And that's a big problem where, hey, that car has got to be done by three o'clock.
3: Yeah. Or, and or the part and, was wrong or whatever. Or parts
2: wrong. And there's all this pressure. Wouldn't you guys agree, maybe that's why. There has been this sentiment of that's why we're not gonna we're not going in the automotive business because people are treating us this way.
3: Sure. Yeah, I don't know. If that could be one reason. There, we I talked about that. I wish it was just that. one shop, but it seemed to be ninety nine percent of the shops. A lot of the techs leave. It's management. It is. It's not because they hate working on cars. It's well, I
1: think any business you can have bad management and people yeah. want don't want to be there. And it's
3: across the there. board. I mean, there are
1: right.
2: yeah. business
3: owners in Cottonwood that have nothing to do with the automotive industry sure. and have the same issues. Exactly. Well, I'll tell yeah, you quietly.
2: I'm going to share this with you guys listening. It's important to me, and I think I can pull this off. Uh, you guys, we mentioned it about I don't know four or five shows ago. There was a big union strike with a bunch of dealer techs,
3: yeah, automotive
2: in Chicago. I'm going after. there was a young 24, 25 something, and I'm not ready to to kind of give more details on it. But I want to have us a powwow. Uh, we have a medley of people listening. We got consumers listening. We got garage owners. We got mechanics. But I want to create this little deal when we go to two hours. And I want to get some feedback because it's time for change. Yeah. How many of these uh, uh, expos or uh, association meetings, what's the first thing you hear? Well, we can't find good good people.
3: (laughs) Right. You sit in the room with all the technicians and they say we can't find a good shop to work at. Right. And
2: so here we are at East Valley Institute (laughs) of Technology, a smorgasbord. I mean,
3: they've got so
2: much. You'd think this is a community college out here. and. The fact is, there's such resources. Mingus High School, there's hungry kids yeah. that want to work. And here we are, as garage owner, ah, we can't find good people to work. Tyler, what say you about maybe some other other your friends and trying to get into this business? What's their frustration when they go on an interview uh, to possibly come on board as a younger mechanic?
5: I think number one is, is the age. When yeah. a young person walks in, the first thing a shop
1: owner thinks, in my mind, is that... They're going to mess something up. They're going to, you know, and they're not giving a lot of young kids a shot. Well,
3: the insurance was a insurance. Yeah, we had had to tweak the way it was worded to the insurance company.
1: Well, Also, when you get a student (laughs) from like an EVIT or obviously this auto program up Mingus, you're getting a student who's in that class is probably has a genuine interest and passion for that and is more interested in having a career in that other than when you get bad experiences in a small business and you just hired some kid, random kid who just applied, and they decide that they don't want to come to work because they stayed up too late last night partying.
3: Yeah. You know, Ty- that
1: that's the issue. Tyler, Tyler, you're speaking, though, I think
2: across the board. Yeah. Uh, uh, dental tech going on her first interview or his first interview, and it's in your mind that, oh, gosh, I got no experience, and they're looking at me funny. We need, I think we need to change that. I, I try to work on it. we got about a minute left. Um, Hell, from 360 Automotive, where are you at? Tell the folks where you're at. we got listeners upstate. Where um, are you on, at? I'm uh, on
3: 468 South Main Street in Cottonwood. We are actually two doors down from Napa.
2: Where are we going to find you on Facebook? Uh,
3: it's 360 Automotive Inc. Okay. On Facebook.
2: You guys listening, support Helene Hell. She is an amazing, amazing entrepreneur. She's spirited... She's going to take the time with your ride, man. So if you're out in Cottonwood, go out and see Hell with 360 Automotive. You rock. Thank you. The time has been short. I, You know what? I'm saying you hang hang around for next segment. We're going to go to two hours soon, people. Yes, so we we need it so in. bad. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned, people. We,
1: we're coming back to tell you about how to get rid of that jalopy. It doesn't have to be complicated. And Hell knows what jalopy means. We'll find out next here on the Pulse in the Wrench Nation.
0: wrench nation car talk call or text your questions now 480-655-8870 all right we're
1: back on Wrench Nation on 88 the pulse of course you can call or text anytime 480-655-8870 just like the announcer guy said we want to hear from you
2: we want to hear from you and we asked you earlier what that what where does jalopy where's that word come from we yes. know we know you know what it means but where did that word come from uh, we had a few of you text in. we're going to give you an opportunity. Uh, no, we're not giving anything away. So calm not down. Not today, but we just want to know. We just where does the word jalopy come from? Uh, I think Dale's got it, but you said Hell's got it. Hell, do you know where? You didn't. You didn't go on a Google either.
3: No, absolutely not. Are you, who does that? Who does
2: that? <laughs> I do that all the time. Nobody man. does that. Nobody does. So Hell, tell us where does j- the word jalopy originate from?
3: There was actually a junkyard in, I think it was Jalapa, Mexico, Jalapa. back in the 20s and 30s. Really? So in the southeast, they used to say Jalapa, they're sending it to Jalapa, Mexico.
2: You rock. Thank you, Boy, really? Okay, so wow. j- that it's word. It's actually
3: Spanish. When I first heard it, I thought it was Italian. See, nine. now Dale's
1: got of unknown origin Jalapa was noted in 1924. It is possible that the non-Spanish-speaking New Orleans-based Longshoreman, referring to scrapped autos destined for scrapyards in Jalapa, Mexico, good. Pronounce the destination on the pallets jalopies rather than multiples. Well, that's. Wow. Well, that's your, there you go, people. That's wow. your. We, we did
2: not give you your game show prize here at Rich Nation, but now you are just that much more educated because that's what the show is about. Yes. yes, Period. And we welcome you back. We got Hale from 360 Auto. Uh, we may have some Cottonwood people listening. Big shout outs to folks out of Camp Verde and Cottonwood. You guys rock. And Hale has 360 Auto. Uh, inside of two years, she had the passion to open up her own shop. And she also had the passion to bring in a uh, Mingus high school student. You said that it's going well. What's That's he awesome. doing? What's he saying to the rest of the kids in the, in the school um, about you? I
3: actually have him doing real work. Um, there are a lot of kids that maybe they get to change oil once in a while.
2: He's pulling heads.
3: He's wishing to change oil at this point, and he was pulling heads and doing timing belts. Steve, she said she did a transmission on one car. She's
2: she's beating him up. Oh, gosh. she's either
3: going to walk into the Boda program the next day and and tell him, thanks, but no thanks. I'll take another program, or he's going to help teach the class. He goes
2: to the culinary. Either way. (laughs) That is awesome. Well, we're going to regroup here. We talked about how to get rid of that jalopy in your uh, vehicle, and uh, Greg Buckley from on wilmington delaware buckley's yes, the join blue head in.
1: of delaware is on the phone with us now hello buckley uh, what's going on guys how's everybody today good 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 got All helen good. here with us fantastic oh yeah. I, I hear she sounds great yeah
4: man. yeah How you are know
1: you,
2: Ellen? Yeah. she's good she's good. like what's up good. she, good she good. doesn't mess hey, around what's up? <laughs> that's it uh <laughs> we got greg buckley just so everybody can get reacquainted greg we always appreciate you hanging with us here in the fourth segment out of Wilmington, Delaware. We are talking about how to sell the jalopy. But before we get into some more ideas, we talked about parting out. Um, what about avoiding the scams on selling your ride on Craigslist? There are some scams. Um you want to be wise about this. You're not going to give your home address. Let's just.
1: Would selling? You, right. While selling? I'm buying I'm, from no. someone or selling?
2: I'm, we're, this show is about selling okay. your jalopy. Okay. We talked about parting out. Now we're talking to the crowd that may actually get on a Craigslist. Okay. And they may want to just sell their vehicle on Craigslist. Greg, you wouldn't be selling your car from your house, would you?
5: No way. No way. All right. And it's way too dangerous. All right, yeah, that's a basic. It I is agree. Dane. Let's yep. all
1: agree,
2: most of you listening. Yep. Yeah, Frank, not that, was, that was
1: easy. But we just want to clear I
2: sold not. like
5: a
1: washer and dryer, and they said, I'm going to come over and look at it. I said, I'll bring it out to this corner, and we'll see it there. <laughs> right. I got a tip. I think this works. Sell the ride in the parking
2: lot next to a bank. Yes. You I like that idea. The I title, because
1: you can transfer the title right there. You need
2: a
3: notary anyway. Notary.
2: I want cash, and that brings me next. I'm telling you, don't fall for this, and I... I know we got a bunch of Sun City crowd listening. You guys, you're you're too too nice. (laughs) You're too nice. You've retired. You said, screw it. You've done it in life. And you get these phone calls and you feel if they're telling you they want to pay by way of an Indonesian money order. Right. Screw <laughs> it, people. Yeah, I'm not even
1: taking the check unless it's a cashier's check.
2: Yeah. You gotta make
3: sure everything's in capitals.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So make sure that if you're selling your ride. We always think about when we buy a ride, and we've talked about in the past how to how to watch out as buyers of cars, but if you're selling a car yep. too, there are scams, so be aware of it. Sure.
3: Mr. Right. Buckley, right. any
2: other tips that you can give in terms of we talked about parting out we talked mm-hmm. about dancing on craigslist how are there other ways folks can get rid of their beautiful jalopy
5: well you think you've, you've gone down the gamut I, I think um you know uh you got you covered the the, the donation part of no, it. no talk about you know, that how do well, i don't do i tax part, write-off what okay. do i do there all right well you know you can look at it that way it's probably one of the safest ways to do it right. if you don't have the time Um, You know, you can easily call one of your local, and I do suggest calling one of your community organizations and see if they accept cars first, because the real money goes to the real organizations.
1: The Pulse and EVA Radio, our class right here accepts cars, and so does our our school.
5: Right, and and believe it or not, you know, even your auto shops can use cars, because the manufacturers now are not donating cars like they used to. So these these young techs could use the car just to go and fix it up, tear it down. But if you want to donate to a charity, contact your local churches, your local social organizations and see if they have a program available. Go local first. If not, then there's got regional and national situations that can take the car from you, give you a value for it, and then you can write a certain amount of uh, a certain amount off of your taxes. Yep. So be very careful with that. Because you only get the value of the vehicle when it's sold. So if you think you've got $5,000 and it only sells for 500 sure. you only get the right off the $500. Yeah, okay. you yeah you to so talk, a you talk to a tax professional on yeah. that. talk I, to
2: a tax professional. I like professional. the idea. You mentioned something, and this is speaking to a lot of garage owners. Um, you know, we like to do charitable. We like to give away yep. a car, and our pockets aren't deep. So if you have a car, hey, call your local mechanic and say, hey, You guys know the story with this car. How much will you give me? And if the mechanic can make it work, and that goes on the charitable, especially this time of year. Hell, have you done some charity? You do a lot of stuff in the community up there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Most of the cars we get end up going to Mingus High School. Nice. Um, And
2: they work out there.
3: Oh, yeah. And then they're using them for the kids and it works out.
2: Right. Right. Well, we're going to recap here. We got just a uh, just a short amount of time. We can't wait to get to two hours, Greg. What do you <laughs> think about coming, that? It's coming, Greg. You're chom-
5: um, you guys are chomping at the bit, man.
2: Yes. we are. We got so many great people in the industry. We have so many rock stars throughout the country. We just we're biting at the bit to bring them on the show. And of course, we've got just to recap. We've got Hell K, catcher out of uh, Cottonwood, Arizona, with three sixty Auto. Of course, Tyler Torres uh, in studio. And we're just going to recap. Keep your advertisements accurate and accurate, and save a copy of it if you're going to sell it understand that you're selling as is and know what that means don't give a false promise when speaking with a buyer be truthful be accurate don't be lying that it's a perfect running ride mm-hmm. and you put some stop leak in it karma's gonna bite you
1: yes it will be aware mm-hmm.
2: of that be aware of those scams use a bill of sale people um, if you look although the as is language is is maybe a little redundant in some states but always do that little Bill a
1: sale. Get cash. Get cash. Get cash. Yes. Nothing else. That's it. And hold it up to the light and make sure it's not counterfeit. (laughs) That's right. So, Greg Buckley,
2: Buckley's Auto Care out of Wilmington, Delaware, thank you so much for hanging with us. We we appreciate you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Buckley. We'll talk to you next time. All right. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. All right, this story gets
1: really wild and
2: wild and wacky here. Wisconsin woman accused of driving with a child on the mini roof of her Chrysler van. What is up with that? mom out of Azuki, I can't even pronounce that word, out of Wisconsin, she's been charged with child endangerment after police say she had her 9-year-old son riding up atop her minivan just to hold down a plastic
1: pool, Steve. Wow. What? Don't- what? Wow. On top? <laughs> oh. what kind of people is You gotta this? be kidding wow. me. Don't look. Use the child to mow the lawn. Don't use the child to
2: hold the pool. And you can catch that story from our friends at autoblog.com. That's
1: gonna do it this week for Wrench Nation. Of course, back next week, 4 o'clock on Wednesday. Hell, thanks for being here, anytime from 360 Automotive, Cottonwood. That's right. And big shout outs to our Cottonwood folks
2: and you guys checking us out on the podcast. You know this show is about you. Get on iTunes, give us your thoughts, your reviews, and please comment on what you guys think. And also, if you got a car repair conundrum, it doesn't stop here 24-7. Wrench Nation Facebook, Wrench Nation Twitter. We are going two hours in 2018, people. We need your ideas, and we accept them all. Come on down. As I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.